Germany's social market economy combined free markets with a strong welfare state. It becomes the social democratic party. Yes, we can. Education, education, and education. Hello and welcome to the Centre Think Tank's podcast, The Centrist Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Will Barber-Taylor. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Helfeken, uh, Plaid Cymru member of the Senate for South Wales Central. Welcome to the podcast, Helen. Thank you very much. Great to have you on. Now, um, the first question um, that I would like to ask is... Um, before you became a member of the Senate, uh, you successfully campaigned to keep the Mill Street Post Office open. Um, how was this campaign and how important is it for areas to keep local services? Well, I think it helped because of the strengths of feeling locally. The fact is that many people, you know, still need to be able to go into a post office, mm -hmm. don't um, use online services uh, with more banks having closed, actually rely on the post office for things like banking services as well. So, you know, um, I live in a busy town centre, Pontypridd, and I represented as a local councillor at that time. And just seeing the service close overnight Night and people not being able to go elsewhere because not everybody has cars, uh, public transport links aren't great to go miles away to the nearest post office. So seeing how it was actually impacting on people's lives and the strength of feeling that we were able to articulate why it was so essential that a post office reopened in Pontypridd. And we see it, uh, it has reopened and it's it's being used, you know, uh, and there's in very high demand because we've since then subsequently lost other banks from the town centre. So it is a vital local service. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, was this um, part of the reason that you decided to become um, a member of the Senate? W was it that sort of thing that, that made you want to represent um your community at that level or or, or was it other things as well um essentially why did you decide to become um an ms well i i have stood before um unsuccessfully and part of that was because i'm a member of plaid cymru i believe that wales would be better as an independent country where we would be able to make decisions that affect people in wales here in Wales, uh, I don't believe Westminster uh, best serves Wales. So that's been one driving force. Um, but I became a local councillor in 2017. And it was quite the time to become a, a councillor um, because in 2020, my community and nearby communities were devastated by flooding uh, as a result of Storm Dennis. And that very much motivated me to be well, to stand in 2021, because I saw the devastating impact of climate change, the continued risk on our communities, and also what I perceived to be the lack of support for at-risk communities. Mm -hmm. um, that coupled with um, local services, there was a threat to the future of our local hospital, the Royal Glamorgan Hospital. It was very much a people power campaign to save that hospital um, other local services being reduced. So there's all of these things that motivated me to put my name forward uh, to represent the community of South Wales Central because I felt that people's voices and experiencing experiences weren't being heard by those that were making key decisions about uh, services that I believe are vital. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
Um, so w- one of the um, things that is obviously very important to people uh, across Wales as, 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 across, as well as across the United Kingdom uh, as a whole is um, justice. And justice is currently devolved to Scotland. Um, do you think that justice should also be devolved to Wales as well? Uh, and what would you change in terms of any of the existing laws um, that are in place? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, Plaid Cymru believes in the full devolution of justice uh, and that's not devolving for for the sake of devolving but things like devolving policing and justice would mean that we would be able to invest more in police uh, uh, officers for instance we've seen those services be really stretched Um, we you know we would have liked to see more officers on the beat in communities Uh, we also believe that the prisons probation and the courts that it's not working at the moment we'd want to see a fairer more equal justice system Mm -hmm. you know we we don't believe that the way uh, prisoners are treated at the moment are the best the fact that we've got so many veterans and people with mental health issues and so on being in prison rather than receiving the support they require Mm -hmm. so we believe by having that distinct legal jurisdiction here in Wales that we would be able to put policies in place that are much more progressive and and you know different to how we we see things at present Mm -hmm. Uh, do you think that um justice in 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 terms of the way that people perceive it at the moment that they feel that is perhaps removed from um their lives in some way because of the fact that it, it isn't devolved um, I think so. And I think the fact that, you know, th- that it's seen very, very much as England and Wales is different. The fact that many of our prisoners, um, you know, are, are not uh, kept here in Wales when they are in prison. So that mm. creates huge um, impact on their families and so on and, and can impact in terms of rehabilitation of prisoners as well, where they're so far from the communities or perhaps in prisons where there are no uh, Welsh language support, they may be mm. from Welsh speaking communities. Um, so all of that then has a, an impact in terms of their rehabilitation as well. Mm. And uh, as I mentioned, I think the fact that so many people end up in prison that actually require greater support, we'd see that as being a more holistic approach to justice rather than just thinking through the criminal uh, ways you know that there are things around um, drug policies uh, and so on where we believe there have been more progressive examples such as in Portugal um, where we can offer more support rather than criminalization Um, so I, I would think it would be hand in hand with that kind of more holistic approach rather than seeing justice as separate from other areas. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that, given that it has been um, devolved in Scotland, that justice hasn't been um, devolved in Wales yet? Because, I mean, as, as you say, you would imagine that it would be something that um, people in Wales would, would, would want devolved to them. Well, I, I think the fact, you know, that, that that we are so tied in terms of England and Wales in terms of the law and so on, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's more of a question for Westminster and UK parties mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of why they haven't evolved. You know, we're very much uh, pro that. It's something we've campaigned for uh, throughout with devolution. So I, I think the matter is why is a question for both the Conservative mm-hmm. and, and Labour UK governments that have mm-hmm. been in power. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I'd, I'd like to turn 
um, to um, part of your role, which is uh, to be uh, Plaid Cymru's spokesperson on international affairs. Um, what would your preferred relationship uh, with the EU be? Uh, well, I'll be very clear, you know, I, I would have wanted us to remain in Europe. It, it was a very sad day for me when uh, we voted uh, in favour of Brexit, but obviously uh, we have to re respect uh, that vote. But I do think, you know, one of our MPs uh, who leads the Plaid Cymru Group in Westminster, Liz Savile Roberts, is trying to bring in legislation which would make it illegal for politicians to lie, because we do feel very strongly that a number of promises and commitments mm. were made that have been broken, and that people do feel angry that that additional funding hasn't come through to the NHS, for instance, mm. everything that was promised under that bus. Um, so that's one of the things that we feel very strongly about. But we do believe uh, now that there is uh, that we should be ensuring that the United Kingdom rejoins the single market mm. uh, to boost trade and opportunities. We, we've seen the impact now of leaving the single market and customs union, you know, is costing the UK billions in lost trade and tax revenues. And when we know that Wales um, has such a dependency on trade with the EU, um, our economy is suffering so much more because of the extra barriers in place. We're seeing the impact on our ports uh, in terms of exports and imports. So, so there's a real, real um, impact that we're seeing. And, you know, we would very much like to see that rejoining of the single market um, as a way forward. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, in, in terms of um, Wales's relationship with, with other countries around the world and, and also um, the recognition of, of, of the Welsh um, independence uh, movement. How well known do you think um, Plaid is a, a, around the world, and, and also the the campaign for Wales to become um, an independent country is well known around the world? Do, do you think that it is fairly well known, or, or do you think more needs to be done internationally um, to promote it? Well, I think Wales will be better known after the upcoming World Cup, given that <laughs> yes. Wales has qualified uh, for the first time in 64 years. And that is a massive opportunity for Wales on an international platform. We know that the reach of the World Cup, you know, is so extensive uh, globally. Um, I think we saw some of it with the Euros in 2016 when Wales did well then. Mm -hmm. um, so it's amazing what the power of sports can achieve there. And one of the things I've been pushing for is how Welsh governments actually maximise the international opportunities provided by Wales having this unique platform by competing as a nation in its own right in terms of football because obviously we are overshadowed uh, often um, because being part of the United Kingdom you know even when we were part of Europe a number of ministers uh, would our Welsh ministers wouldn't be able to participate uh, in their own right around mm. some of the discussions because it would be via UK government ministers so that is something that that Wales suffers from and obviously there's a huge campaign uh, by the UK government following Brexit in terms of trying to market everything under the great banner mm. uh, they even tried to promote Welsh rugby under the <laughs> Union Jack mm. uh, something which many people weren't too impressed about mm -hmm. um, so I, I think 
it is that difficulty, you know, people are still surprised to hear that we have a thriving Welsh language here. Um, though other nations where maybe have similarities uh, with some, some uh, minority or ethnic languages themselves would know about Wales, others might not. You know, it, it often surprised me, surprises me how few people uh, from England realise mm. that, you know, that the Welsh language exists and thrives and that people do live their lives through the medium of Welsh. So I think there is a work to do to better promote the uniqueness um, of Wales and also the global connections uh, that there are. You know, I, I think the fact that we are a multilingual uh, country, whereas mm -hmm. perhaps England isn't seen in that way. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that we strive to be a nation of sanctuary um, and everything like that, it's a real opportunity. It's been interesting that actually there's a lot of interest in, internationally now in the fact that Wales uh, has a Future Generations Act so that all decisions taken here in Wales now have to be uh, mindful of the impact on future generations. So I think there are some ways in which we're cutting through internationally, but that's why I hope with the Football World Cup, if we do it right, that there's an opportunity to showcase Wales's culture heritage as well. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, we're coming to the uh, end of the podcast. It's been uh, great to uh, speak to you, but I do have one uh, final question for you. Now, before you became a member of the Senate, um, you were the head of policy and public affairs at the National Museum uh, of Wales. And so my final question to you is this. If you had to pick one item in the National Museum uh, that you wanted everybody in the world to know about, um, what item would you pick to promote around the world and, and make an item that was instantly recognisable to people around the world? Wow, that's <laughs> a difficult question because, uh, yeah, uh, with nearly five million objects, <laughs> oh, uh, you're putting me on the spot here. There's so many. Um, oh, what would I go for? Right. Um, well, there's so many different things in the national collections. It, it would depend because they're different periods of history. Mm. Um, I, you know, one of the things that would be interesting, I think, would be uh, the Welsh knot, which a mm. uh, piece of wood that um, school children would have to wear um, so that they would be stopped from speaking Welsh uh, in a classroom. Mm. Uh, and would be punished at the end of the day if they were the ones still wearing it. I think that would show, uh, you know, would definitely showcase uh, Wales' uh, unique culture and heritage in terms of how it differs from England, but also the similarities in a lot of countries where that um, imperialist, uh, you know, stance of mm. trying to kill off uh, native languages and so on. Um, the fact that Welsh is still spoken despite those attempts, I think, would show people, uh, you know, the struggles that people have had mm. and why the language is such a divisive issue even these days. Um, so perhaps, yeah, it, it doesn't sound very exciting, a piece of wood, when you think about all the amazing <laughs> things in the collections, mm -hmm. but certainly as something that, that represents uh, Wales's language, heritage and, and struggles, I, I, that would be one of the ones. I think that that's an excellent choice. And, and as you say, um, something that I think would 
um, give people a, a greater insight into um, difficulties suffered in, in Wales, particularly um, with the speaking uh, of the Welsh language. Thank you uh, once again um, for coming on the podcast, Heled. Um, if people want to find out more about you and about the things that you're doing uh, in the Senedd, where should they go to find out uh, more about you and more about uh, Plaid in general? Uh, they can find me. I have a website, uh, heledvachan.wales. Uh, I'm the only Heledvachan in the world, from what I understand. So if you're able to uh, type my name in, you should find plenty of information and on social media as well. Amplied Cymru has its own uh, website, which details all of our policy areas. We are a party for everyone that lives in Wales, uh, irrespective of where they've come from. Um, so it's very much we are always interested to hear from people who want to find out more about the party. Excellent. Thank you once again for coming on the podcast. Thank you for the invitation.